your dad stops talking to you yes. is very similar to the kind of God that you thought was in heaven. You know, your yeah. father got angry and yes. God's angry. Yes. And, you know, that's a pretty dynamic duo. Yes. I grew up afraid. It was awful. So I, I begged and pleaded with my mother, please do something. Your success, your prosperity, your blessing, your contentment, everything God has in store for you is always supposed to be living and breathing and moving and growing. Welcome to Miracles Today, and I have a special person with me that I'd like you to meet. Her name is Fran. Thank you for coming Hi. to Miracles Today. And, and, and we were talking before, and you said this is the first time you've ever shared your story, yes. but um, we're going to share it. Okay. So let's go back to where you were raised in a religion where you could never do anything right. Can you talk to me about that? Well, I was raised Catholic, and um, we were in basically into a lot of, you know, the trinkets, you know, the horns and uh, all kinds of little, you know, the saints, and, and this is what we did, you yes. know. This is how I was raised. And uh, we were afraid of everything because that's the way my parents were. They were afraid of things. They were afraid of thunderstorms. They were afraid of all kinds of things, you know. And we were afraid. So I grew up afraid. And um, also... I got into things that I shouldn't have gotten into while I was growing up. Like? Like I had a baby out of wedlock. and. Uh, Tell me about that. What I mean, I, I read on your testimony that it was actually a statutory rape. Yes, it was a statutory rape. Um, it was a date. I was fixed up with this, this boy that I thought was a boy. He said he was 18 and I was 15. And uh, it turned out that he was in his 20s mm. so it was a statutory rape and uh, they they wanted to give the baby up my parents my not my mom so much but my dad and he immediately stopped talking to me so I didn't talk to him for like years until my last son was born and you know he was about five when we started talking so you know your dad <clears throat> stops talking to you yes it's very similar to the kind of God that you thought was in heaven you know, your yeah. father got angry, and yes. God's angry. Yes. And, you know, that's yes. a pretty dynamic duo. Yes. He to was, have both God and your father yes. mad at you. But <laughs> how did you feel angry. about the child? I mean, you, what did you feel? Well, at that point, I was I was 15. Yeah, and, you're a baby. Uh, yes, and yeah. my, my dad wanted to give him up for adoption. Yeah. And uh, so I went to a, a home for unwed mothers. Really? Yes. And I was going to give him up, but I, I couldn't stay there. It was horrible. It was a horrible place. And I just couldn't stay there. Did and you feel like constantly condemned there? Or? Oh, well, yes. It was horrible. It was, mean, like, I, was like a punishment, like a jail yes, or something. Yes. It was exactly like a jail. This was horrible. But it was like you were a convict. Yes. And it wasn't your fault. And we were in like a little tiny room you know, maybe two girls, you know, together, and it was it was awful. So I, I begged and pleaded with my mother, please do something, you know. 
and then finally she talked to my dad and then my dad says oh just do what you want you know so I did come home and I did have the baby and um, they raised him oh it's a, it's a boy yes it was a boy yes. and your mom and dad raised and him and they raised him he's 40 43 now <laughs> he's a big boy now <laughs> And uh, and he knows, of course, now that I'm his mom, and you know, and of course, my mom and dad are passed away. So, we're tr we're trying to get a relationship. So, in other words, they raised him, but he he was led to believe that they were his parents. Yes, yes. <sighs> so I was his sister probably until he was about eight, and then Goodness he found out gracious. that I was his mother. Yes. Now, did you tell Did you tell him, or um, a family member told him? And, uh, but it, it just stayed that way. It stayed that way, you know, that I was his sister. And he always called me by my name, Fran, you know. And, um, and then, of course, when my mom passed away, I told him, I says, you don't have to call me mom if you don't want to, but I'm here for you. And so we're trying to get a relationship going. Goodness. And, and then when did you meet Dr. Herford? Oh, the best day of my life. <laughs> Well, we went, uh, we were living in Lakeland, and uh, my sister and my niece were moving up here. God had called my niece up here. and Is that to go to International American Institute? Yes, or, uh -huh. yes. Mm -hmm. And so I, we came up for a visit, my daughter and I, we came up for a visit, and um, you spoke that week, by the way. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we just couldn't get enough, and we had to leave in the middle of the week. And uh, oh, man, I didn't want to go, and nothing. I mean, we just we just wanted to stay, but we had to go back. I had to work, and on the way back, my daughter and I we just looked at one another, and we knew that we had to be here. This this was where God wanted us, because I had fallen away from everything. That, I mean, I wasn't going to church. I wasn't doing anything. So we brought all these tapes. You know, CDs and tapes back with us, you know, and um, all, I had a computer, one of those old computers that you used to, like, they stick all the time. And, um, <laughs> oh, stick figures. Yeah, yeah. You'd be watching it. And it uh, oh, you mean on the, on the, the live stream. On the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so we sort of put our, our TV sort of played second fiddle to our computer because we wanted to watch Doc all the time and you all the time and it was just you know that's all we wanted yes and we listened to CDs and everything and well finally this was in April and June 3rd I said we're, we're this is the day Welcome back to Miracles Today and we have with us Fran and we were sharing before we left about Gosh, um, the you're actually statutory raped. You had a son. Your dad stopped talking to you. Um, you thought God didn't like you anymore. And and um, the one thing we didn't talk about was um, the, was it osteoarthritis? Yes. Could you I, tell me about that? I was uh, very sick all the time. I was in total constant pain all the time. My knees, my back. Everything it started going into a couple of my toes, and you know, I mean, it was just it was constant. And so, I went to doctors and they gave me all kinds of pills and stuff like that. 
And when I came here, that was the first thing I was healed from. And how did you know you were healed? Oh, I just knew it. I just knew it. I mean, I can get up and down without making the grunting sounds, you know. (laughs) 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 That's terrible. I totally can relate because I was in a wheelchair before I got healed. I totally understand what you're talking about. Well, that's where I thought I would be. (laughs) Uh, Definitely. That's where I thought I would be. I mean, I, I just couldn't. I couldn't do anything. So what was it called? Osteoarthritis. Osteoarthritis. Mm-hmm. And, and you're healed of that. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. And I don't, I, I, there's, I don't take any medication. Well, you look amazing. <laughs> you're not going to be in a wheelchair. No, never. Well, can you share your heart with the people? There are yes. a lot of people that want to hear what you have to say. Okay. Okay. All I could say is don't wait. Just don't wait too long. I... Out there, there's nothing. It's what's, what you can have in here, and that is Jesus Christ. And you need to get your good teaching, the excellent teaching, not the teaching that just leaves you hanging. And I know right now that, you know, the, the Bible says the battle is not yours. It's the Lord's. And I agree with that 100%. I see you now, this whole person, and it's just, for me, because I love you, it's just like so, it's just really, it's a, it's a privilege yes. for me, you know, and um, it really touches my heart. Thank you. Well, we need to go to Dr. Christian Harfush, Amen. <laughs> God's prophet of performance, and hear his teaching. Yes. Because it's changed our lives, and we want to hear that, don't we? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) So we want to do that. We'll go there. Okay. Okay. In other words, when I practiced honoring the men, the generals, the ministers of faith, I had to first have a discerning heart and a spirit to recognize who has that special, unique anointing and authority that is feeding my spirit and also stirring me up to desire to answer that very same calling. Who do I want to resemble? Who do I want to be like? Who do I want to? partner with. I had to first recognize who's anointed of God to be a supernatural leader in this end time uh, calling. I knew what I'm called to. Now who do I want? Do I want to indiscriminately give into every field? Well, yeah, I could. But do I want to concentrate the majority of my investment into the fields that will most yield to my life a harvest? Because whatever anointing I sow into is the anointing I'm acknowledging to be my partnership in results in life. Are you here? So in congregationally ruled churches, people are not taught about God's choosing. God's election is not uh, the order of the day. It's, It's really the congregation vote and, and, and the boards rule 
and the denominations bylaws and uh, even to the point to where in some cases some preachers are told what to preach and what not to preach and uh, it's true are you guys here there is a certain safeguard to that I guess and it's this there won't be any supernatural power other than religious bondage that you have to discern so if you're planning to be ignorant for the rest of your life that's a relatively safe environment to participate in no need to discern the spirits no, no need to judge prophecy it ain't manifesting But you're not called to be a Christian that is ignorant of the will and the plan of God for your life. His sheep know his voice. A stranger they will not follow. And because his sheep know his voice, his sheep gravitate to the place where his voice generates faith in their hearts and in their lives to be producers. Supernatural evidence according to God's word. Amen. Amen. And this is why even in ministries, many of you here are ministers. Actually, everybody here is a minister, but some of you here are full-time ministers. And, and I'm here to tell you, don't fall into the trap of thinking the previous pace is going to continue. There is an acceleration. And do not continue to think the previous limits are going to continue. You're stepping into limitlessness. In the arena of God's performance in your life. Can you say amen? Amen. And um, for instance, uh, in congregationally ruled churches, people are not taught about sowing and reaping, uh, prospering, Becoming wealthy, God's will to bless his people, although it's in the word of God, they're pretty much taught to pay the bills. Build a building, finance a project. Are you here? And uh, the money comes in. But people have to stand before the judgment seat of Christ. And answer to him why they didn't teach his people. To be more successful. Than the rappers. And the drug dealers. Are you listening to me? They have to stand before Christ. And answer him when he said. I told you in my word that I was sent to preach the gospel to the poor. Now why did you just tell my people to give according to the need rather than according to the seed? Of course I won't have to answer that one. You can tell already. 
Because there's always a supply. There's always more than enough. Are you here? God always have a, has a super abundance. But God also is always moving and acting. He's never stagnant or immobile. Your success, your prosperity, your blessing, your contentment, everything God has in store for you is always supposed to be living and breathing and moving and growing. And so when you look at is God blessing his preachers? And in the back of your mind, you think, what kind of car does the preacher drive? What kind of house does the preacher live in? You have to discern where did these thoughts first come from and who has brainwashed you? Now, even if you don't believe them, be honest with me tonight. Most of you here don't even believe that garbage. But how many of you agree that you've thought that garbage before? It's tr- run through your mind before. It runs through your mind because the greatest power Satan has on earth is monetary power. Did you hear me? Sure, he can do some stupid little things, but when he tempted Jesus, the one area that he tied into worship was monetary. He said, if you will bow down and worship me, all of these kingdoms I will give you in the glory of them, because they were delivered to me by Adam. Satan does not want to let go of the money. so awesome to be here with Dr. Christian Harfouche. Christian, that was an amazing uh, message that you shared on today's program. And, and um, also the story at the beginning of uh, Fran. Fran shared the story about how um, when she was 15 years old, she actually was uh, raped. And it was statutory rape. And she had the child. And her parents raised the child as her brother. And so her entire life, she was raised with this baby that was supposed to be hers, and it was her brother. And only recently, uh, after her parents passed, did she let the, the, the gentleman know that he was actually her son. And so, you know, a lot of trauma in, in this lady's life. But she found IMI, and uh, she is just doing awesome. Isn't that fantastic? Yes. You know, the Bible said... Uh, he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from all their destruction, not some of their destruction. God's word is so powerful that when the Lord sent his word, he sent it to succeed in every area of need and every area uh, of perfection and completion in the life of his creation, mankind. Uh, that's what's so powerful about God's ability to restore, whether it's a mind that has been damaged by drugs or emotions and uh, deep scars and hurts and wounds that come into the life of a young person when they've been violated and they've been actually betrayed 
by mankind. Oh, yeah. To where an individual like that, in the natural, without the help of a supernatural word from God, uh, would probably never, ever have uh, the ability to trust. Yes. And the ability to interrelate uh, with people. Yes. There would be fear. That, uh, fears. There would be phobias. There would be scars. There would be uh, rage uh, and temper tantrums. Yes. A, a number of uh, uh, chain reactions transpire in the life of a person that has been violated like that. But here we see the power of the Word of God. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from all of their destruction. This is why uh, you're viewing today. I believe that there's nothing by accident, Robin. I believe that people um, are um, viewing today by divine appointment. And here's the reason. It is because God loves you too much uh, to allow you to continue on the level that you're on. I know many of you may be doing better than you've ever done before. Some, you are very aware of the need of the help of God. But regardless of where we are in life, what is most significant to us is the purpose that we are called to fulfill. That we're not just here on earth, earth to rehearse for heaven. We're here on earth to fulfill a purpose that will actually send ripples to touch the lives of others all over the world. And because of that, there is in your heart a desire for more. That means more knowledge, more revelation, more performance from God, more experience where you are no longer standing on just the promise, but now you have a manifestation of that promise. And uh, this is what I call accelerated performance. When someone can go through trauma, can go through hardship, can go through abuse and betrayal, for many years it will linger. And then with one encounter with God, followed up by a condensed, accelerated teaching of God's powerful word, the life of God comes forth in them and just literally begins to chip away at everything that had made um, a prisoner out of them or that resembles a handicap or a weakness in their life and makes them so whole that now they're not only enjoying liberty, but they are literally capable of sharing that freedom with others without any shame and without any apprehension. And you know, the, the, the Lord... He works all things yes. together for good. And and this sweet lady had this, you know, horrendous thing happen to her. And she could have been scarred the rest of her life. Permanently. But, permanently. Yes. But, but through the teachings of International Miracle Institute, um, I have seen people that have been damaged, abused, bruised, beaten, addicted, compulsive. I mean, everything you can imagine. The word takes down the walls. It just takes down the walls and they're able to trust God. You know, you can't trust God if you don't even trust the people that you see. I mean, that's what the Word of God said. If you can't trust the people that you see, you can't trust God. 
And when this woman melt the overwhelming presence of the Holy Spirit, the agape love of God, which is unconditional, the kind of love that he showed to Mary Magdalene, who was delivered of, of seven demons, he showed that to her and the devil had to leave. So when you're dealing with the unconditional love of God, the word of God, the teaching at International Miracle Institute, it will just take down one wall after another wall after another wall after another wall. Yes. And your strongest point of, of, of your Christianity is when God, the power of God, is flowing through you. It's not you anymore. It's the supernatural spirit of Almighty God governing and leading your life. And you can learn all that through International Miracle Institute. So I encourage you right now, go pick up that phone. I've got operators waiting to hear your call. And you tell them, I'm going to become one of those 400,000 miracle yes. workers. I'm not going to live in this life or of crippled bondage any longer. I want to get set free. Call them right now and then join us again next time for more happy endings and new beginnings. We'll see you then. That's awesome. Because, you know...